Welcome to Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Kevin Green. Today we have industry experts with the insights and perspectives on the latest cybersecurity news that impacts your agency and organization. Today we have Chris Wysopel, co-founder and CTO at Veracode. Good day, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Kevin. I'm doing great. Hey, I think we have a lot of interesting things to talk about in the cyber world uh, in terms of your involvement with Loft, the group Loft, and some of the things you've been working on at Veracode. Yeah, I'm happy to be here today talking about that. Um, it's uh, some pretty exciting times in the security world these days. Chris, quick question for you. How did you get the name Wellpond? Uh, so, you know, this was uh, back back in my early days of, uh, you know, exploring the hacking community. And um, I didn't have, you know, didn't have a hacker name. And uh, I, I came across this website, uh, not website, I'm sorry, the websites didn't exist yet. This was back in, uh, I guess, 1990 or 91 or so, uh, a bulletin board system where people would chat, leave messages, exchange files. And uh, they the, the bulletin board was called The Works. It was in Boston. And uh, they didn't allow real names. Uh, they didn't want people using their real names. So uh, I had to pick a name. It said no real name. So my name sounds pretty real. So <laughs> I had to pick something. And I was kind of on the spot. And I didn't know how important your hacker name would be. Uh, it would be something that uh, really would be associated with me for a long time. And so I just actually, I had a big topographical map of, of Eastern Massachusetts on, on the wall above my computer. I said, I'm just going to point at some location and whatever I'm pointing out, that'll be the name I put in. And I pointed at it and I pointed at a place called Weld Pond, which uh, for people who know Boston area is south of Boston in Dedham. And I typed it in and uh, it stuck with me. Ever since, I want to talk a little bit about uh, an agreement uh, to partner with DHS sponsored DHS S and T, I should say, sponsored project, the Software Assurance Marketplace, uh, to offer your static analysis capabilities as part of that. How would that benefit the community, and what do you see? How you see that shaping out? Yes, yeah, so um, we think that you know the best way you know to secure your software is to get people to do. Um, static analysis uh, of of the software to find where the vulnerabilities are and then and then fix fix the code. You know there are other technologies out there. We talked about RAS. There's also dynamic scanning, but the idea that you can actually inspect the code, point out the vulnerability, and then fix the code, uh, we think is the best way, and it's it's what we focus on the most. And so exposing you know government customers who are who are coming to DHS and who want to understand if a piece of, say, open source software or software they've written, where the vulnerabilities are, um, by making the Veracode static analysis available through, through, through DHS, S&T, we think um, is, is a great way to just, you know, to, for one thing, to secu help secure that one application that was being inspected, but just raise awareness of what can be done to secure software and eliminate these vulnerabilities. You know, we just talked about there's this sort of idea out there that software is inherently insecure. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are building and buying software or using open source who have to have their eyes opened. And um, by, by, uh, by uh, enabling the, the, uh, the Swamp project to use the Veracode static analysis, I think is that'll be a big benefit of it. 
Chris, I'm most fascinated with the number of startups and tech innovations that came from the Loft Group, which you were a part of. Can you share briefly some of the contributions Loft has made to the cybersecurity industry? Yeah, sure. Um, I, 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 at the time, I would have no idea of what kind of impact we would have because, um, you know, we really were individual researchers at the time. But what, what has happened is, uh, we've, from the loft, we've gone out into industry and either as consultants, um, or even working for government or starting companies. We've had a lot of impact, um, across the, across the industry. Um, I, I think one of the, you know, the initial one was when the loft basically went to help found at stake a security consulting company, we were creating a new type of security consulting company that was independent of uh, accounting firms, which were focused on compliance, and independent from technology companies, which were focused on selling products. Um, and it, so At Stake was an interesting security consultancy founded in 2000 that there was seven of us from the loft came over and uh, joined the company helped build the practices um, of at stake and also started building tools. Um, we thought, and, and it was important because there was a lot of tools were missing that could help with things like application security um, and just automating a lot of the manual security processes. That's where the technology that uh, we found, we used to found Vericode came from Christian Ryu uh, who went by uh, Dildog and back in the, the loft days, was uh, one of the projects he worked at 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 Stake was static binary analysis. We, uh, we ended up bringing over to Vericode because At Stake got bought by Symantec and Symantec wasn't interested in, but in continuing and in investing in the technology. Christian and I uh, got funding um, from some VCs to found uh, Vericode. And so we, we have this technology now, our static binary analysis, has roots in at stake and even earlier some of the concepts that went into the idea of you know scanning code um, for vulnerabilities at the code level uh, go back to the loft days. So that's that's uh, an, an interesting you know way that we've impacted application security. Christian and I, but other people from the loft are you know have 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 done a lot for security. Um, you know, Mudge notably um, went on to. Uh, become part of uh, DARPA and uh, work with DARPA through their funding uh, to change their funding model to do something called Cyber Fast Track, which was a new way to fund small projects around cybersecurity. Because a lot of the innovation in cybersecurity is coming from individuals or small teams uh, of people, and the, the innovations don't always come from the large large technology companies that you might think of as the ones that are, you know, getting those uh, DARPA contracts. So he created Cyber Fast Track, and I think they funded over, you know, a couple hundred projects over a couple of years. Actually, uh, a lot of open source projects that are out there. I know the car hacking that Charlie Miller and Chris Velasic did, the famously hacked the, the Jeep, um, they, had, they got some funding to do their car uh, hacking research through the cyber fast track program. So that's had a, that's, that's planted a lot of seeds, which I, I don't even think all of them have borne fruit yet, 
um, with with new companies being formed or new products being out there because it, it was just a couple of years ago that that happened. And one thing I've learned is it takes a long time to build a company. I've been at Veracode for ten years now, so it does it does take a long time to get your technology out to out, out to the out out to the masses. But some of the other uh, you know people uh, you know Space Rogue uh, has gone on to uh, be part of Tenable, which is uh, you know a network. Uh, network vulnerability uh, scanning company based on Nessus, an, an open source project that you know had its roots in back in the 90s. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, Joe Grand um, from the Loft, he went on to become an electronics designer, but he also specializes in building um, electronics for hardware hacking. Um, he has a product called the J Tagulator, which allows you to um, connect to uh, to the debugging. Uh, ports on um, on chips and uh, and 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 explore them and, and do hardware hacking, and um, many people probably know this who go to DefCon, but uh, for several years he built the DefCon badges, um, which were always uh, an interesting challenge, uh, electronics challenge. So, you know, those are those, and I, I know there's some people who probably don't want me to mention where they are, but. Some of the other loft guys are working for companies that are now government contractors building security solutions, um, working at big Wall Street banks, building, uh, helping them with their security program. So we, we've all gone off to, to, uh, to do interesting things in the, in the security industry. But all the, I, I think one of the other things that I'm proud of is how we had an impact at At Stake and helping build At Stake um, into a sort of a powerhouse at the time of security talent, and then people who came to At Stake and worked with us at At Stake have then gone off to important places in the security industry. Uh, people like Alex Stamos w- went off to start a sec- uh, security consultancy, and then after that went on to be the CISO of Yahoo, and he's now the CISO um, of, of, of Facebook. Uh, Windows Snyder went to Microsoft after At Stake and helped build the Blue Hat Conference and their whole um, security researcher um, relationship, uh, and then went on to Apple, um, and now she's a CISO at a startup company in in uh, in Silicon Valley. Adrian Ludwig uh, was a uh, consultant at uh, at Stake. When he's now running the Android security at Google. So there's a lot of a lot of people that I had the uh, pleasure of working with and working alongside and learning from. Um, were impacted by at stake, I think, and have really gone off to to make a big difference for the industry. That's interesting. That's interesting. Before I let you go, Chris, uh, what what are some of the things can we expect from you as well as Verico in the next coming year? Yeah, so I mean, we're really excited about uh, protection technology, and you know, we're starting with Java. We want to bring that to other platforms. We wanted to bring it to people who are you know deploying both in the data center but deploying applications in the cloud. Um, which is a place that more and more of our customers are, are, are deploying their applications. So technology needs to be cloud friendly. The other side of the equation, though, is is the developer side, and um, you know, getting developers to use security testing um, is an important uh, important goal of of mine. And we want to make it easier and easier for developers to use security tools. Make it make it transparent to so it doesn't slow them down. 
uh, make it really fast so it can fit into the a fast iterative uh, development process. So you're going to see things come out from us that are going to be really developer friendly and uh, really uh, make it so that there's not any friction. Security isn't causing any friction to the development process. And, and to me, that will be, you know, moving all the way to the left, moving to the developer's fingertips, essentially. And since we have protection, which is all the way to the right in deployment, then I feel like we'll finally have an application security platform that covers the whole application security lifecycle. And, and to me, that, that'll be an exciting milestone um, for, for myself and for Veracode. Chris, when is the next reunion of law? The, ne the next reunion? Next reunion. You know, at, at Black Hat, there's always a couple of us, uh, you know, two or three will get together for a beer. Um, I think the biggest reunion we had was uh, recently was uh, Space Rogue got married three years ago. And I think there was five of us out of the, late, the, the seven that were sort of there at the end. Um, so I, maybe we need someone else to get married to solve this problem. Well, I think it's a great story. It's part of the history of, of cybersecurity. And I think, uh, you know, digging into that and really fully understanding is kind of important, at least for me, it's fascinating. So, hey, Chris, I appreciate your time and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. It was great talking with you, Kevin. Well, I think we have to wrap it up here. I want to thank our guest today, Chris Rysopal. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives on Fedsuit Radio with your host, Kevin Green. Until next time, peace.